1993, Final Approach changed the way we hunt waterfowl. Now, over 25 years later, we're back at it. My name's Mario, host of the FA Podcast. Let's talk waterfowl tips, tricks, tactics, and more. It's all going down right here with the Final Approach Podcast. FA Podcast, chit-chatting, uh, well, where I hope I'm going. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I say my prayers every night that Canada stays open. We're talking to Rob at Ranchland Outfitters. They're a huge partner of ours. They've been a partner of ours. I've been up there for, uh, it's like, uh, I don't know. It's like a long lost cousin I am, like the one who always wants something and calls. That's me. <laughs> Does, is that accurate? <laughs> no, you're, you're, it's all good. We we love having you up here, Mario. It's like uh, it's like family. It's like family. You can't really. Um, you just have to deal with them. You can't really not take their call or not do whatever. But so, <laughs> hope hopefully I'm a little better. So, <laughs> um, all good. So, we right now the border is open came open on the ninth and then like you know what it's asking you now is you know there's a lot of stuff to look at so hopefully we can c- cover some stuff here because I, I i don't think i don't think hunters have everything you know as far as all the info on, on on getting in and getting up there and the whole deal so so the whole purpose of this is to kind of go over a couple things just so everybody knows and and listen outfitters have room Right now, you have some open spots, uh, so all you got to do is get a hold of Rob, uh, and you can find him off of his website, which is Ranchland Outfitters. Just go there, find Rob, get his cell, call him, um, because a lot of guys are, you know, said they were coming, and then once the requirements came out that you, you know, you have to be vaccinated. That is number one. I mean, listen. We knew this was coming, you know, I I thought it was going to happen last year that they were going to say, okay, if you're vaccinated, you can come. Uh, And obviously people couldn't get their shots fast enough to make that, you know, make that happen. But I mean, you and I have talked about this before. We knew that was going to be a requirement, no doubt. Right. Yeah, it's not it's not the most friendly thing for business but uh, as far as travel you know it uh it's there's there's no safer uh safer way to be tested and have a vaccine and right you know there could be no no need for for cause of concern yeah i mean anybody okay. that anybody that uh you know travels for business especially out of the country obviously uh and even just even just down in the states here just going from you know from state to state or whatever and getting on an airplane or doing anything like that like just you know being vaccinated and 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 you know watching what you do while you travel is you know on it's just a no it's a no-brainer for down here and if you have any travel internationally it's an absolute no-brainer you know what i mean so yeah so coming yeah. coming up so there's definitely a process yeah there there's no doubt it is so so anybody that's you know coming up to going up to canada uh you know the the details and the requirements are 
you have to have obviously proof of you know your vaccination you have to have your card uh, you two shots you have to look and make sure that that the shots are you know accepted by Canada because like Pfizer moderna that stuff is uh, accepted there are some shots that are not accepted so you got to double check that so the way it works is you have to have a, a pre-entry test that has to happen 72 hours before you head up there so you got to get a negative test before you go so you got to have a molecular PCR yeah. test that's right that's right you have to make sure you have you have the right test right or yeah. you know now listen all this is subject to also them at the border saying mm, maybe not <laughs> you know what i mean so yeah. you know we're just flying by the seat of our pants here and 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 trying it out uh or going to you know try it out so so you have to have that you have to have a negative test you have to have proof of vaccination uh if they pull you out of line and want to give you a test there they they you know they easily can I don't know if they're looking for anybody coughing, sneezing, or whatever, but they might pull you out of line right there and give you another test, which would be the rapid test, which they'll know immediately what's going on. Uh, you have to have a simple quarantine plan, which isn't that big of a deal. You just need to have some kind of plan on where you're going if if something happens and you test positive. And then you, you told me about the Arrive Can app that you have to download. Yeah, that's a mandatory requirement as well. And that's that's so it's it's a you can either go online on the website Arrive Can uh, or get the app to download it, and that's where you upload your proof of vaccination. Right. Uh, you need that on your phone, and you need to. There's a receipt uh, to print out. They, they say to bring a receipt of the uh, transaction. So, uh, but yeah, that's how you upload your your proof of vaccine i would probably have a you know copy. A hard copy as well but no that's doubt. that's where they can verify all that information yeah i mean i would i would i would say just like everybody else and and when we travel and we're going anywhere i would have two copies of everything just in case so um you know nothing has changed on you know taking guns or ammo none of that has changed that's the same so you know, you'll go through customs and all that other stuff. So if the more stuff you have, you know, pre prepared, you know, and done before you get up there, the better. Um, but um, that stuff, as far as the guns and ammo, that hasn't changed. Now, the other thing I did, um, I did some digging. And what I did find, which was uh, wild to me, is that there's only three airlines as of right now that are offering flights up there and that's air canada delta and westjet and westjet's another canadian company so i mean really that's your three options so if you're flying if you're driving obviously you know you cross the border where wherever you prefer but as far as flights um there's limited amounts let's call it not like normal you know i usually look at alaska or i look at air canada either one of those is the easiest you know way for me so um but that that that's an interesting uh you know kind of you know 
wrench in the sprockets as well. <laughs> you know, listen, it's not easy. <laughs> yeah. They're not... You know what, though, in all, having said everything, you know, in the last in the last year, we had no season last year. Right. And, you know, our hunting is, is going to be as good as ever, if not better, uh, this fall. We're anticipating an awesome fall. If a guy has to wait uh, an extra hour or two layover, Right. To come in and get in on some of the duck and goose hunting yeah. up here. It's a small, it's a small <laughs> little price to pay, bro. Yeah, you know me. If I have to sit, if I have to sit somewhere for a whole day, and I have to sit on like a really uncomfortable chair or whatever they want to do to me, if they want to stick something up my nose, if they want to, you know, I already had the shots. If they want to do this, that, or the other thing, like I don't care. Like I have not been there. Uh, I'm upset I haven't been there and I'm coming, you know, they'll have to, they'll have to beat me up to send me home for, well, and I'll probably still come back and try it again. So, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm in a a rough state. If I don't, don't get to Canada, It, it kicks off the season. It's absolutely, uh, a must do. And if you're, looking to go somewhere and you haven't done it and you have all your shots and you're doing all, all everything you can i just say to people like this is the year to go holy god like if you can get through and go like do it because you might get a, you might get a prime spot that somebody had dropped out of and once you go this year, you could always rebook the same going into next year or make sure you have a spot. I mean, it's a yearly, it's a yearly thing. If you get, if you get to go and you get hooked, it's over, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like I've, I've got a, an opening, I got a couple openings, but an opening on some dates that are never, never available. Open, right. That's what um, I'm saying. So, That's what's crazy. So yeah. So, you know, look on the website, go check out Rob, Ranchland Outfitters, do that. Now, okay, so we, we got all the BS out of the way, let's call it. So, last year, you know, I, I got, like, mixed I – I don't know if I'd say mixed information. I got different information from different folks. Like, people thought that, okay, not a lot of people were hunting Canada, so the birds didn't move. You know, um I don't I don't know if I I don't know if I 100% agree with that. There was a lot of factors last year. The weather was terrible and what I mean by that you guys didn't get hit hard at all. You're in Alberta, no. but nobody across the whole all the provinces did not get hammered with weather. Okay? So that's number 1. The birds are going to stay if they can still get it food and there is food and there's open water and everything like that and listen yes if more people were hammering on them yes they would probably bug out a little sooner so so i think with the you know not a lot of hunters or pressure let's call it you know from you know you guys outfitters being booked and just guys driving up and freelancing you know with with that not happening and the weather I think that made a huge impact on the, you know, the minus flight that we had coming down to the states, you know. So, uh, I, yeah, it was it was it was it was warm for a long time yeah. last fall, and uh, yeah, the birds the birds uh, 
made it over the new year up here and that's you know most often oh my god uh, that never happens they start heading south a lot earlier than that yeah i mean when did you okay here's a great barometer when did you put on a coat (laughs) well i'm pretty tough you know well i know that that's why i'm saying like this is like everybody's laughing going what are you talking about and i'm saying like you know i talked to rob and it's like you know i don't know 10 degrees and he's like i was like did you put a coat on yet no not yet so when did you put a coat on? January, February? Yeah, it was yeah. Into, there you into go. November, but it still is not. It, it, it was. It was November nice up here for a long time. Okay, okay. Well, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like when you put a coat on, that's when I know probably the birds have gone and and migrated because you know it, it's 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 actually cold. So yeah, but you know, I want to come back to what you said about uh, our pressure. Yes, up here, and you know, yes, so. How many days, like when you're hunting back home, how many days do you go out and never hear a gunshot? Uh, Is that often for you? No. No. So, like, when you you go out hunting, you're you're always hearing someone banging somewhere else. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, when you talk about pressure, I would say on, on, you know, on an average season, we don't hear anybody else hunting for a right. long time and even when even when we're really you know when when outfitters are rolling and the in the you know everything's open and and working there's still n- pressure like n- not even a, a fraction of what it is right. in the u.s agreed so, agreed yeah so even even with with our few local hunters and you know even outfitted clients we we still are in you know, a great spot with low pressure birds. Like it's, um, yeah. Right. I I just wanted to circle back on that, on that pressure. Oh, oh, listen, there's, there's no doubt that there's days, uh, like I, like I personally, I don't know. I, I want to say I've been up there 12 years now or more. And I'd have to say that I think I've honestly heard gunshots, on maybe two hunts and they were distant and it didn't do anything as far as, you know, even remotely screw up a hunt. Do you know what I mean? So, you know, but with that said, like you didn't, you, you still didn't have the constant pressure of clients. You know what I mean? You didn't have two groups for 60 days, you know, shooting spots, you know what I mean? And then how many other outfitters, you know, had the same or even, you know, less days or less guys or whatever, you know, how many outfitters didn't have all that pressure of U.S. clients coming up and shooting and then as well as some, you know, non-resident drive that drove up, you know what I mean? Like, so, like I said, I'm not I'm not sold on the whole pressure thing. I think it was everything kind of mixed together. But sure, I mean, yeah. listen, if if you, you know, if you want to put the pressure to them, you know, and the weather starts getting bad and the food starts getting slim, yeah, they're going to get lost. So I think a lot mm-hmm. went into last year that made it not a great year and a great migration. Now, with that being said, going into this year, you would think that there would be a lot of birds returning, a lot of birds coming down 
on the initial migration. Now, whether they get to Alberta and Saskatchewan and Manitoba and you just go all the way over to Ontario, you know, the whole, the whole width of the provinces. Now, will the weather get bad and will the pressure build up and they move? You know, I don't know that, but you won't know that until you either get to Canada and push them down or uh, the weather starts or who knows, you know, I can't, if I could predict that I'd be, you know, I'd be rich, but yeah. I can't, I can't predict you know, that. We're so fortunate up here in Canada being at the top of the migration that weather doesn't affect us too, too much. Like, right. you know, like, um, they're, they're, they're coming through it now. Um, yeah, just being at the top of the flyway and having having all the the accessible fields and and, and everything, it's we're we're really spoiled because weather doesn't. Yeah, I mean they play would, a factor. I mean they would probably push out because of pressure or or just normal migration or something else before you push them out. You know what I mean? Before or and before the weather pushed them out. So yeah, you are in a great spot. There's no doubt about it. There's no doubt about now, it. No, this year, this year we, uh, you know, it's, it's starting to be reported that we we're in a little bit of a drought up Correct. here in Canada. Correct. It's, uh, it's nowhere near the drought situation it was back in uh, 2002. Right. Uh, but yeah, we're we're a little dry. But you know, I've been I've been guiding since '98, and it's it hasn't really fluctuated at all over that whole time. Like it's steady consistent i can almost set my set my watch to you know what's going to happen like you know the 15th of august every year yeah we start seeing sandhill cranes you know i started seeing sandhill cranes just a couple days ago which right it's it's amazing how predictable it is here but that's because we're so far north well and you know okay so you guys are drier so so what fluctuates is you know, and we've talked about this before, like, okay, so maybe you'll shoot a little more geese than you will ducks this year, or who knows, you know, you don't know what you're going to get, but you know, just because it was a dry year, you know, and maybe, you know, maybe a hatch was down a little bit or whatever the case may be, I'm still banking on a lot of birds returned, you know what I mean? So I think there's going to be a lot coming down you know, just in just in general, because I don't think a lot of birds were were shot in the lower forty eight to a point that it's really affecting what happens this year. Right. So, I, I think it's going to be. You know, we're. I mean, waterfowlers are always optimistic, and we're always, you know, saying it's going to yeah. be. You know, that's what we do. Like, if we don't have that. Hey, it's going to be a great year. <laughs> then, yeah. you know, then, then what's, what's it worth? You know, you have to be so, but I, but yeah. I do think, I do think a lot returned, you know, to turn around and come back down. So, so I do think it's going to be a good year. So it just depends on weather and what's going to go on. And hopefully, you know, everything stays open and there's no issues getting into Canada and we put a little pressure on them and they make their move, you know, south. So, and the weather kicks up and we have a normal, you know, normal, you know, non-COVID like year, you know, where the bottom doesn't fall out of everything. That's all. We're just hoping for that. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm anticipating another bang up season myself. I, um, 
we've got uh, a couple different locations here in Alberta. We got a northern zone and a southern zone, and we can go a little bit later. We can go almost to Christmas um, for our hunting season, so we, we we're really flexible. Um, I yeah, I'm I'm anticipating a, a bang up bang up year. We saw early on we had a lot of rain uh, in the spring when the ducks were showing up. Right. And we saw lots and lots of big broods. Um, but, you know, we've, we've lost some of those smaller ponds. Right. Um, but, you know, the, the big water's still there. And there's, you know, there's, there's uh, yeah, there's lots of, lots of birds around right now. It's, well, it's nice to see. Harvest has started a little early. Like uh, That's right. Uh, nor- normally our, our farmers are in the field starting around the 1st of September. And they're already uh, going? Yeah I, yeah, I I would think that maybe even uh, 15% of the crops are already off. Yeah, uh, so there's going to be a lot more, there's going to be a lot more fields available with some crops, you know what I mean, that were cut already. Because some years, some years weather dependent, like, you know, if you guys have a rainy, you know, fall, let's call it an, a rainy September or rainy August, like they don't get everything off. So then there's a bunch of stuff sitting or they get, you know, say they get uh, crops off and they're they're letting them sit and then it rains. Then they got to dry them out and they can't get them. You know what I mean? So there's always a stall if you guys get yeah. rain. So so yeah. you guys being I've noticed dry. in the past too, Mario, yeah. when, when, when it's a late start to harvest and there's nothing cut, uh, we're watching birds just fly over oh, us. There's no and doubt. Keep going. There's no doubt. That's it. So, yeah. No, yeah. So, no like, doubt. I think uh, uh, it, it'll be interesting being, you know, a good two and three weeks early. Um, yeah. What what it does for maybe even stopping some of the birds a little sooner. And, right. Early. Um, right. Yeah. Well, and you know, here's the other thing. Okay, so you ha- you guys had rain in the spring when the birds were you know, hatching and, and getting, you know, getting the ducklings and the goslings, everything going, right? And, okay, so it got yeah. a little drier. So then they move to the big water, and they're just going to be concentrated on the big water. You know what I mean? Like, if you guys would have had, a, a you know, a bad drought through the breeding season, you know, maybe numbers would be down. But, I mean, I'm no biologist, and I could always – I always I always talk to Brad – about that fence and, and, and see what he says. And, and I could always, you know, run back to him and, and find out. But if it was good during the spring and they, 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 they had a good breeding season and everything went, and now you guys are hitting the drought, I got to think that they made it through that breeding season, made it to the bigger water, and, and now they're just going to be concentrated and the numbers are still going to be good. So, yeah. you, know, you know what I mean? So I got I to gotta think that just on normal biology and, and, and habitat. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, I I think we're gonna have a a jam up here. We just uh, we uh, just need a few more guys to come and uh, we'll we'll put you in the seat of the front, give you a front row seat of a <laughs> of a fine show. <laughs> yeah, it, it, you yeah. know if you you know if you if you haven't done it, it's such a it's such an incredible thing because like I, like we were talking before. I mean, you know. You, you don't hear any gunshots anywhere. You're not getting pressured from other people. There's not there's not a setup across the road from you or half a mile away or somebody's not shooting the roost. I mean, and it's just it's just so constant and and the birds just just keep coming. 
you know, when you're in that spot. And, and, you know, the, the thing about your operation is, you know, and listen, I've taken people all over. And when I take somebody up to your spot that hasn't been there and they've been to all these other places, I mean, I always get back, you know, rave reviews of, man, that they have their shit together. You know what I mean? Like, you know, two years ago we had a couple guys from Federal and the first thing those guys said to me when we got out of there was, was my God, like just the scouting and the operation and the food and the lodge and the whole deal, just everything about, you know, what you guys are doing. And, and listen, you, you, you always end up improving something every year. I mean, that's what a good businessman does. You know what I mean? You you look at your business, you see any holes and and or see any places where you can improve, and you improve them every year. And 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 in all the years coming up, you've never stopped that. You know what I mean? I've seen you, you know, improve every year on something. And I mean, you're at a level now. And I'm not saying it wasn't bad the first time I ever came up there. I'm just saying the improvements that have happened have been you know, incredible. And the business has gotten better every year. And that's the kind of place you want to be at and go because, you know, listen, I have been to other places, uh, no, across the country and in Canada and, you know, out of the country and in, in different countries. And, you know, the, the, the things that you look for in a hunt are, you know, a, you're having fun, you know, B, uh, the food and lodging is great. C, the hunting is out of this world and, and not in any order, like just everything about it. So, so, you know, that's the plus side of, of all this is going and doing something like that. Because if you don't, if you don't know the place and you've been there and you don't have a great experience, like, of course, you're never going to go back. And I've been, I've been to a few places like that and I just stay silent about it. You know what I mean? I always, I always thump your place because, like I've been to a lot of them, and uh, it's it's pretty damn good. And I, I try not to pump it up that much because I don't want your you know your I don't want your head to get big, and then you're like, hey. <laughs> so I, yeah, I appreciate the kind word, but you know, the long and short of it is, you just you, you want to treat people how you'd want to be treated yourself. No doubt, going somewhere, and, and uh, you know, I I uh, there's a lot of things you can control when you are an outfitter and there's a lot of things you can't that's right the things that you can control you might as well do a good job at doing it yeah and you guys you guys you you know you you guys really do treat everybody like family that comes up you know what i mean and that's the the plus i mean you you have some guys that have been coming up to you you know just as long as i've been coming up or or longer and that you know you look forward to seeing them every year and you treat them like that and 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 you take pride in the business and you guys work extremely hard to make it happen for everybody and make sure they have a good time. So, I mean, that's all you really look for in an outfitter and, 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 and a trip, especially, especially, you know, you say you're going to spend all this money and go to Canada and you want to have a good experience. I mean, this is it. So, um, I, I hope it, I hope if guys are listening to this and they haven't made a decision or they're looking at it, I say, call Rob, you could do all the research you want. I wouldn't, I wouldn't send somebody somewhere where I wouldn't, uh, you know, spend my hard earned money on. There's no, I wouldn't do that to somebody, not in, not in this industry. So, 
we take great pride in being, you know, you guys being a partner with us and, 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 and having that partnership for years and years. And, and I think it's just, it's a good deal. So, you know, I hope, I hope you can fill a couple of those little spots and I hope everything goes, you know, easy for everybody entering the country this year and and we got no problems and we're all back to rolling so because you know it it doesn't look like you know COVID is just going to go away and you know we're going to be back to normal whatever but we're just trying to take it as normal as we can get it and get back to doing a lot of the fun things that we you know enjoy right we went over uh, you know the requirements at the start and it was kind of uh, it, it made it sound like it's really tough. It's can not. I just, can I just recap it again? What, absolutely, what the requirements are. It's ab- it, absolutely because you know we went through it so everybody can understand it. But but I'm right. telling you, it's really from from me having to do it. It's really not that hard. I mean, you're the guy that everybody's coming to, but it truly is not hard. So when when I get a guy calling, what's the requirements to come into Canada? I, I, here's here's my little uh, my little pitch. Yeah, it's let's hear. Pretty it. simple. You need you, you need a negative test 72 hours before you come. Before you get on the plane, 72 hours you need a PCR test. Right. Simple. Okay. You, you need to download an app and upload your vaccination and your your travel plans uh, onto an app. Yep. Okay. Jump jump on a plane. Come on up. And uh, uh, the only thing we missed on the first go was. Uh, you need a negative test uh, to go home, to return to the U.S., uh, but it can be a rapid test. So what I'm doing for all my clients, uh, I have a nurse coming out on the second day of everybody's trip, and we're going to get everybody tested at camp, and that eliminates uh, uh, any, you know, any, any issues at the – Any fast delay. That's right. That's right. And that, and that I think, is huge, and, and I'm glad you brought that up because – I don't know. I haven't heard of any other outfitters like planning that and doing that. I mean, that's, I mean, that's huge. So then the guys know, you know, they're going to have a negative test and they get there and they're all good. You know what I mean? There's going to be no delays in going home, no crap. And, and just on the random, you know, that something, you know, you, somebody does throw a negative they could plan accordingly or get planning and figure it out you know what i mean so so i mean i assume guys going up that are negative are going to come back negative so i mean really you go nowhere i mean literally you go to (laughs) you you, little pin drop on a map you know (laughs) i mean yeah i mean yeah really it's only going to be uh uh matter of a couple days in between tests and the right. only time you know there'd be right. some exposure of course would be on an airplane that's uh, right and you got to be masked anyway so that's right you know, yeah i mean that, the, i mean the you know i just i just you know now that you say that i read some info and they have some stuff posted at the airport and everything and and they do say like okay if you if everyone everyone on the plane is masked which everybody has to be um you have a point zero zero three percent of catching it on the plane and and i and we we just took a couple trips to go see my parents in pennsylvania long flights and the whole deal and and i can tell you that i think 
I don't know if I noticed it before, but I think the airlines are like flushing air into the cabin a lot more than they used to do before. And I don't know if that's the truth, but it just seemed to me that they were pushing uh, like fresh air pretty hard. So, mm-hmm. so I think they and and filters, and I know they've stepped up their game on that kind of stuff. So, so I think it's like you said, it's easy to do a couple of these things and get in. Uh, the Arrive Can app is the one you got to download, and then yep. if anybody has questions. You know, they can go to travel.gc.ca is like the Canadian travel website. And I always check that. And it even has a little test on there where you just answer a couple of questions and it says, you know, are you eligible to enter Canada? You know what I mean? And yep. you click a couple of the questions and it's, you know, it doesn't say you absolutely like they, they keep it vague. They just say, yes, you will probably be you know, okay to enter because they're not going to give you just a yes. Like you got to prove everything before you get there and, you know, and have the, have the vaccine cards and upload that and your, you know, negative test and the whole deal. So I think that's a lot easier than it sounds. I do agree that guys panic and go, Oh my God, I got to do all this stuff and it's going to be a shit show. It's not, it's actually because guys used to think about that on the guns, you know what I mean? On bringing up guns and how much of a shit show. And it used to be, it's gotten way easier and you could do all your stuff before you even go anymore. So, and you got a ton of guns up there for guys to use. So that, that, you know, that, that kind of took care of that. So yeah, yeah. I, I think it's, I think it's a, a lot easier than guys, um, realize. So I, I appreciate you bringing that up. Um, you know, one of the things, one of the things that, that I also, I just thought of, I figured we might as well, we're talking about Canada. So, um, all all I'm hearing is um, how hard it is to get any kind of products in Canada. And what I mean by that is decoys, blinds, you know, all the stuff that we make. And I, I can't control the ammo. I got no control over that. Like, you know, like the folks at Federal that I talk to constantly, like they are pumping out as much as they possibly can. And they're shipping it as fast as they can. Like everybody... Everybody is is going as hard as they can. Okay. We took on a distributor up in Canada. This will be the first year. And that's Wolverine Supplies, which is over in Manitoba. And they have some dealers that are taking goods. And one of the bigger ones, or one of the biggest ones, is a place called Goebbels over in Ontario. Now, the thing about him is he also has uh an online business that is called Canada Brass. So once they get their goods, and listen, everything, yes, is running a little bit late. It should be there the beginning of September, uh, and then once they upload it and get it in the store and the whole deal. So, so yes, we're a little bit behind. But I can tell you that <laughs> the fight to get containers this year and space on a ship has been, I mean, I can't even explain it. People have not seen, and and the amount of freight and what it costs this year, I can't even explain how absolutely absurd this whole year has been to try to ship stuff. It's 
I mean, I, I would go way past headache and shit show. I'd go like two more exits and then say, yeah, that's probably it. It's been that bad. So, uh, so we will have a bunch of goods up there. So hopefully guys can grab some and, you know, kind of see how we're, you know, how we're doing, because I can tell you, we're definitely stepping up our game on every, every item in every sense of the company. So hopefully that's a positive thing and guys can get some stuff and just, just what I, like I said, like I was hearing the lack of being able to get anything anywhere. Hopefully you can at least do that. And if anybody's got questions, just find me and email me, go to our customer service website and email us like whatever I'll help in any way I can. So, I mean, that's, I mean, that's it in a nutshell for Canada. Like I'm, I'm, we're planning on coming. I got to just get some flights and get everything booked. Uh, but other than that, we're ready, bro. I'm so, <laughs> I'm so ready. Can't even. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Look forward to having everybody. It's going to be, uh, going to be another banger, banger year. So guys are ready. Glad so you can guys be a part of it. Yeah. So listen, if you're thinking about it, uh, you know, look around. If if you if you have questions on Rob, call him, email him. Uh, you can get references. I mean, you can get references from anybody that has gone up there, and I can tell you, they will say it is a uh, an incredible operation. So, uh, you know, I I did talk to, I did talk to a couple guys uh, over in Saskatchewan. Uh, let me let me get to my notes. So so there's. So there's uh, Tyler. I don't know if you know Tyler Mann. He's up in northern Saskatchewan, so he's got Saskatchewan Goose Company. I don't know if you've heard of him. So I think he might be sold out or he might have a few days, uh, but he's he's pushing uh, and, and trying to get the word out and let people know what's going on there. And then uh, somebody who's way more south, is Mark DeRoche, and he has uh, Prairie Goose Outfitters, but they he specializes in a lot of the cranes. You know what I mean? They shoot the piss out of the cranes there. So, you know, he said the same thing. He, he You know, he's trying to update everybody with, you know, details about how to get up there. It's not that hard. He has a couple openings, like... You know, wherever you want to go, just get to it because I can tell you, you know, if there's somewhere in Ontario you want to go, I guarantee that you can find an A-plus place that has an opening or two just because of what's gone on. You know what I mean? So uh, it, it, it should be a great year. It will be a great year if you can just get there. And I think it's going to be uh, easy to get in with all the stuff if you just get it done prior to. And... We just need to, you know, do what we need to do and get there. So I'm, I'm, I'm pumped and coming. Hopefully everybody got enough information on this that, that it doesn't sound like it's so hard to get in there because it's not. It's just a couple of requirements and you're in. So, um, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to leave. The, the weather here just changed a little bit this week. I could feel it, and I'm ready. <laughs> So. Canada's open. Hoping to see you this fall. Yeah, bud. Awesome. Okay, I'll uh, I'll let everybody know. Get to it, Rob Ranchland Outfitters. Check him out in Alberta. If you want to head there, he can probably work some things around. He's got a couple camps from north to south that 
you know, can the South Camps can take a little later booking. So whatever you want to do, just contact him and he'll get you info and help you out in any way he can. So uh, good deal, bro. I think we covered enough to understand and and help people understand what's going on and what you what they need to do to get up there. And that's about it. Hope to see you in a, a couple weeks. You know, we'll we'll see you in October. That's what nice I'm talking chatting. about. All right, Bubba. Hey, I'll talk to you soon. Appreciate it. Thanks. Have a good one. Thanks, Rob. Appreciate it. Yeah. Right, yeah bye bye. Robert Ranchland Outfitters, my, I mean, he's been a partner of ours forever on the FA side of things and, and even uh, companies that I worked at before I got the final approach. He's, he's a plus the location is a plus everything about it is a plus, uh, and we're good friends and we, we, we hit it off. He grinds at his business and makes sure everybody has a great time and, and he, he just goes that extra mile for you to make sure everything is great. So uh, hats off to him, and we cannot wait to come up uh, getting some guys from Federal Ammunition to head up this year as well as the guys from Weatherby. I mean, they're they're all in a treat, uh, in for a treat to get up there, uh, and, and, and maybe we can get some of the guys from Rogers to go up uh, as well. So big out, shout-outs to all them. That, that's all our partners. That's who we deal with. We're close friends with everybody there, and uh, we got a big year coming. So appreciate you checking out the FA podcast. If you got any info or you need to hit us up, do so. You can hit us up on fabrand.com or any of the social media pages. All right? That's it for the FA podcast. I'm Ariel.